The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, listeners. Just me and you at the moment. Cleves has gone to get another beer. Want to have you here? Let's just discuss whether he brings anything to the podcast. I doubt it, but... Even a bicycle has two wheels. But if we had a tricycle, that'd be even better. Or a unicycle. I like a unicycle. Are you just talking to yourself? I was talking to the listeners. Loser. Loser. Hi, I'm Tony. I talk to myself again. I was talking to the listeners. How, how dare you? To the listeners? Yeah. What were you saying? You have to find out on the edit. It is what it is. Are you good now? Yeah, yeah, we're, all, we're rolling. Warning, this podcast may contain bad language and themes that some listeners may find... Uh, um, Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. I'm so close. I, I, I have it in my head and then I just forget. Do you want to do it again? Warning, this podcast may contain bad language and themes that some listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the Seesaw Podcast, the Tea and Cleaves. Each week, offering up a great perspective on life. How are things, Cleaves? Fine. Other than your comments. <laughs> Other than my comments. Yeah, I just don't think there's there's not a place for them in today's society. <laughs> so we're not going to bring up the fact that you've been attempting... To make Hitler a running thing. Uh, firstly, I didn't make that. I, didn't, I haven't attempted it. It's just kind of naturally come up. That speaks a lot of volumes about your personality. Yeah, the thing is, right, I haven't brought it up. You're the one that... I brought it up like week one and last week. You're the one that's brought it up since. I guess. Yeah. There's a PSA. We don't advocate Hitler. We don't. He's a racist. Or was a racist. I'm assuming he's dead. I'm assuming he's dead, but you never know. There's some freaks out there think Elvis is still alive, so you never know. He didn't die, he just went home. We've all seen Men in Black. Spoiler alert, they're about aliens. So. We know what else has aliens. And this brings us on to the topic of the week. Abe's Odyssey. Yes. And also... Jaminel. Yes. Well, they are aliens. Also, Alien Isolation, which is alien in the name. And that's that's okay. a game. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. But not a game I can play. Or you would be able to play. You don't know that. I, I can guarantee you won't be able to play it. What is it? It's based after the films. and you pl- I think you play what as... films? Let's, let's uh, the Alien there. films. Oh, the okay. Alien films. Ah, actually, that's where you're wrong. Because I had Alien 3 on SNES. And I used to play that. Yeah, but we're talking about a, a game that came out, what, a year, two years ago? Well, dark as balls, man. Dark as balls. And the whole game revolves around you avoiding the alien, which is in the shadows, as a one-hit kill. So if, if it sees you, you're dead. It's game over. 
Have you actually researched this game? Yes. You played it? I haven't played it, but I've seen other people play it. Like I've had a look on like videos on YouTube, and it's okay, like okay. I I can't even see it when other people would like look at the and go, "Oh shit, it's over there." I'm like, "What? What's over there?" The alien. You just said it. Well, yeah, it's the alien, but I can't see what's there. Anyway, this is the point. I played Alien Three, so that's one more Alien game than you've got under your belt. I have also played Alien Three. Bullshit. <laughs> how, if, if you played Alien Three, how does the game start? It starts off. Uh, I all I remember is you go into like little. Um, you go into the vents. You can go through the vents and go oh, up I and down ladders. You played it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, you win this round. <laughs> Damn right, I do. So if you haven't guessed, this week we're talking about gaming because, of course, we've got to get a gaming market. Well, I thought you were talking about aliens. Oh, we, we, alien games. We're not doing specifically alien games. No, but I, I was going to segue. Go on. <laughs> Segway. Segway. Segwaying from alien games to games in general. Right. So that, that's the topic this week. We're going to talk, talk games, video games primarily, board video games. games. Board games. I, I have got one. That wasn't that. <laughs> you did not say board games. You said games, and we we spoke briefly about video games. At no point did you say board games. But I'm kind of finding that we're talking about video games, not board games. You said board games just then, like yeah. Right, we're going to talk about board games. No, I said we're not going to talk about board games. You didn't say that. Right, we'll, we'll see what the edits. Yeah, I'll edit it to make it look like you. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know you will. <laughs> Okay, so gaming, gaming, games, video games. So what's your first experience? What's the first console you had, please? I had a NES. An NES? Mrs. Nesbit. <laughs> you see the hat? <laughs> did you get a hat as well? I didn't. But I, that's unfortunate. NESs were weird, weren't they? Because they were mainly for nerds at the time. How did you get one? I was a nerd! <laughs> I'm not going to say you're not. not. Do you know what? I have no idea how I picked up my NES. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. But it appeared in my house one day with the big old fat cartridges, like the size of your face, that you slotted in and pushed down. How and old? I had a right old good time. How old were you? Hmm, four or five. Four or five? I guess oh. maybe I was... Yeah, I might have been a bit older than that. Lucky, lucky, lucky luck boy. I don't, I don't, like, honestly, I have no idea where it, where it turned up from. I remember getting the snares. I remember getting the snares for Christmas, but the actual NES that I first started with, no idea. We had we had one of those um, cassette like, machines as well. I don't know. It was, I don't know what it was. I don't know whether it was an Atari or what, what it was. But, Commodore, know, usually it might have been Commodore yeah. sixty four. It was really shocking though. I never really played that. When <laughs> games came on cassettes, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of kids today don't even know that like music used to go on cassettes. <laughs> yeah, this become a thing again, hasn't it? Like people are starting to. Produce stuff on tape again now. That's weird. I never I, understood that. I mean, you get good sound on vinyl, whereas tape was just wank sound, and half the time that the cassette player used to just chew it up and spit it out, and you've lost your music. Yeah, I, I don't get. It. I don't think there's nostalgia there. Well, I don't know. Apparently, there is. Mm. Well, maybe we'll release this episode on tape. <laughs> no one's listening as it is. <laughs> That's a lie. I've got the analytics here. Some people listen. Okay, it's just me and you. Listening to it back. Yeah, on every device I own. <laughs> <laughs> so what games did you have? I had Mario 1, you know, the original Mario. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I used to have this crappy uh, like racing game. 
that was like a sort of rally racing game. Shocking. Had the original Donkey Kong. Well, not the original one, but you know the ones where you went up and down the ropes as like as actual Donkey Kong. Yeah, that that was Donkey Kong. Okay, yeah. Uh, you just had to say original Donkey Kong. Yeah, no, but I was thinking of the one where um, you know you're Mario and you jump over the barrels. That yeah. one. Uh, I can't really remember any other games that I had on the NES. They're all pretty. Oh, I think I might have had Castlevania. Was that on the NES, the first one? Yeah, 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 that was. Yeah, that was pretty shocking, wasn't it? But how far did you get in that? Because that's quite difficult to see. Oh, I was alright back then, though. I was a kid. Didn't even. I wasn't even blind at that point. I could see everything. Games were games were easy. Sight was easy. hadn't hadn't become blind by then. So that was all. That was all good. How about you? What was your What was your first cartridge? Cartridge console. Uh was a Sega Master System. Alex the kid built in. Alex the kid built in. <laughs> yes, I had that. Classic rock paper scissors on the final level. Fuck you over. The final level. Good luck into the final level. <laughs> Such a difficult game. It was. It was ridiculously difficult. But back, back, back then, it was all about the games aren't long, so they have to make them really hard because that's the only way that you could get any longevity out of it. Hey, sometimes they were long and hard. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> no reason. <laughs> I just thought of a completely unrelated joke. What, with the words long and hard in? Yes. Right, okay, go on. I was thinking of Dolph Aldrin. London, that's what I meant. Dolph London. He's long and hard. Okay. I'm probably full of semen. <laughs> okay. So yeah, Sega Sega Master System. I only had two games. That's the kid. That was built in, that doesn't count built as a game. In. They, that, that's the console. You got console. You had one game then. Completely counts the game. Um and Sonic the Hedgehog. Classic, yeah. Did okay with Alex the Kid, just because of the contrast, high contrast. Unlike you, Mr. I've had full sight at some point in my eyes. <laughs> I was fucked from day one, so not as bad as I was now, like I am now, but still not fantastic. So Sonic was a bit difficult for me. Blue sky, blue character. Green hill. Green hill in the zone. <laughs> kind of blended in. So I wasn't too great at that. I, How are you now? Because occasionally when we get wasted, we play a Green Hill run-through. But that's on Mega Drive. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's a bit more bright and vibrant. The Master <laughs> System one is really washed out. Okay. Like, ridiculous. Sure, that wasn't your TV at the time? It was everyone's TV at the time. Yeah, back in the day where if you were going to rob a TV, you could only rob one. Nowadays, you could, like, you could steal, like, three or four TVs because they're all flat screen. Back then, like, your weight... Limit in your car would be one TV. Wouldn't even be that big. Yeah, if you're going to rob a house, you better do it with sack trucks. Yeah, back then, like <laughs> every appliance like weighed the same as like a Ford Focus. It's ridiculous. But yeah, in itself, that was its anti theft device. Yeah, I, I had to look at the stats, but I imagine that does have something to do with do with thefts. Now they have that spray goo that goes off when you grab something. Spray goo. Yeah, you know, like you grab something and then it like sprays this stuff all over it and it like watermarks everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the sort. Like ink. ink. Yeah, invisible ink. Yeah. Spray goo. Yeah. There is a way around it with clothes, but I won't say it on the podcast. I don't want to encourage theft. Freeze that spray goo. <laughs> See, you just gave it away there. Everyone knows. Yeah. It's not a good anti theft device. No, it's, it's really not. All right, so what did you have after the Master System? After the Master System, I had a Mega Drive or Sega Genesis for those I'm not in the UK. 
The funny thing with that is we got that for Christmas. Uh, me, my older brother, my younger brother, one of my younger brothers, he was only, he was really young at the time, like one years old. And was it his present as well? It was a joint present for all of us. <laughs> and he wouldn't have known it was his present at the time. He would just want a rattle or something. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. He got a giant, I remember this. He can shake the cartridge box around. He got an aeroplane, like one of these, like, where, like an aeroplane that you ride it, like on wheels, like one of these big plastic things. Yeah. I remember that distinctly because he always used to topple over sideways constantly. This kid's one. He, he really got a little bit older. Okay, right. It wasn't a big aeroplane. Yeah, no, but he's the one years old. He's not going to be teetering around all that much, is he? I don't know. Maybe it's for when he was a little bit less stupid. I don't know. I yeah, can't remember. Walk more. Yeah. Is he always a bit older? Is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah, older. But not one. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. So... And that's a Mega Drive. We, with that, we had like... What was um, the point of the plane thing? The, the plane thing? He just used to fall over. It was hilarious. Oh. Just, I, I, that's the thing. He just used to topple over for no reason. Some, I thought this had something to do with the Mega Drive thing. No, no, no. no nothing to do with that. Okay, fine. With the Mega Drive, we, used to like a, we had a three-in-one sort of con, uh, cartridge. I used to have Sonic on it, Streets of Rage 1, and Shinobi. Versus Dragon Ninja? I don't know if that was the one. It was the first Shinobi. Versus Dragon Ninja? I don't know. I'll have to look it up. There's also a song by a band. Okay. Guess what the band was called? Shinobi versus Dragon Ninja? Nope. Lost Profits. Oh. My second guess would be the Oakley Doakleys. <laughs> one substantially worse than the other. <laughs> so, with, with this console, we loved it, but... Looking back now, my parents were suspiciously good at it when you play multiplayer with them. Turns out that this wasn't something they bought for our Christmas and then boxed it up. They <laughs> they bought it like three months before Christmas and every night would set it up and then completed all the games multiple times before boxing it back up and then getting it just for Christmas. I mean, you don't want to be worse than your kids at technology, do you? You don't, but imagine doing that to a kid now, like the whole getting them a Nintendo Switch or a PlayStation 4 or 5 or whatever. And it's like, you can't have it till Christmas, but they don't know you already have it. I would love that. If I was a parent, I would totally do that to my kids. Like, oh yeah, who knows with this like play, like PS5 or like Switch or whatever. I'd go on there every night, get sick at the games, just so I could beat my kid down on that game. <laughs> The thing is, there must have been times where we went down for like a drink during the night and then like switch over to TV. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm not sure whether my parents enjoyed the fact that I used to waste them on Street Fighter 2. You are quite good at Street Fighter 2. I put a lot of hours into that as a kid. Was it the only game you had on SNES? No. <laughs> Actually, when I got my SNES, I, I did, because I was so into my NES, um, for the SNES, I did actually ask for it for Christmas. And. Um, I don't know what it was. As, as a kid, I, I was like, oh, I'll save the big present till last. But my parents had individually wrapped the games. Yes. So I, un, I unwrapped one. I think it was like Spider-Man versus X-Men or something or, uh, you know, Super Mario World or something like that. And I was like, oh, surprise. it's a SNES game. I wonder what the big one could be. <laughs> oh, that's fair enough. Love the SNES. Oh, and I also, you know, I used to have like the, um, every, every town in the 90s had like a second hand shop where you could basically go and trade stuff in. 
that that second hand shop would later be become the place that chipped PlayStations. But at the time, it was a place <laughs> where you could trade in your cartridge games. Yeah. So I took in all of like my NES cartridges and the, the NES console, and he was like, "Yeah, mate, no one wants these. I'll give you like two games for all of these cartridges." And I had maybe like twenty cartridges at the time. I was like, "Wow, fine, whatever." I was like, "What about the console?" He's like, "No, I don't even want a console." Then, then you had a console with no games. No, no, I had, no, I had the console and I had the games. He, in the second-hand shop, would take the games, but he didn't even want the console because no one wanted it. Yeah, but then, then you take the console home and you've given away all your games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but at least I got two SNES games. I was never going to play that NES again. Fast forward twenty years, like that's collectible. That is. Yeah, well, go go check all of the landfills. Let's imagine you just front out a window on the way home. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing none of this. <laughs> so let's move on to like where like the peak of your gaming history was. Where would you say that you really got into it? Probably the gen after that. So when PlayStations and N64s came out, because that's when everyone started getting into gaming, wasn't it? Yeah. Like the NES was for the nerds, as we were on about. SNES was starting to be adopted by everyone, like SNES and Mega Drive. And then PlayStation came out and N64s, and everyone was like, yeah, like video games are awesome. Let's do this. So everyone got, everyone, most people got PlayStation because they were so easily chipped. You'd get down, like say, down your local second-hand shop, five quid, chip the games, chip the console, and then you get the games for a fiver, as opposed to the N64, which you had to keep continually buying the cartridges for, which were like 40 quid at the time. A lot of money at the time. Yeah, yeah, it was. And I had an N64. I mean, financially, not the best choice. No. Range of games, not the best choice. I don't know. I think... No, there just wasn't the range of games there. No, the range, but the, the quality, I would say, was there. That was sick, though, man. Everyone liked that about PlayStation. Easy to yeah. chip, cheap cheap games, and then like you could have the length on games as well, because you had like, Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy VIII with like eight discs. That's the thing. That's what caused like those companies to leave Nintendo. Nintendo lost a lot of companies as support because they'd come and say, oh, we want to put like Final Fantasy VII on, on your Nintendo 64. And it worked. Like, all the Final Fantasies up to that point had been on Nintendo consoles. And so it doesn't fit on a cartridge. Nope. But we can put it on multiple discs on PlayStation. Why not? So we, we had a PlayStation as well, but we were... Did you really? Yeah. Do you have a 64 on PlayStation? Yeah. Oh, la dee da rich boy family. The PlayStation was because my older brother wanted it. And the Nintendo 64 was because I wanted it. So right. Nintendo 64, like we, we had some of the, the basic games, like Mario Kart and stuff like that, because I'm one of four boys, so it's my player console, isn't it? Yep. And then certain other games we, we acquired through weird ways. So... We've rented a lot of stuff down at like the video game shop, which is always fantastic when you get Mario 64. When you're a kid, that takes you like ages to complete, but you'd rent it over the weekend and then you'd bring it back, put it in, and then you see all the save slots and you go, oh, there's four save slots with different kids' names on them. Delete, delete, delete. I don't know why we did it. You did it with Ocarina as well. You used to be able to renew the, the, the rental, didn't you? As well, but... Yeah, and keep it forever. Kids these days don't understand the joys slash trauma of that. Yeah. I mean, I got Zelda Ocarina of Time with the, the world's most unfair trade ever. 
it was a friend who had Zelda uh, Ocarina of Time and he really wanted to play the terrible Mission Impossible game um, for Nintendo 64. I think I picked it up for five quid in a bargain bin. Wow. Even and, at the time, that's bad. And then he was like, oh, do you want to swap for a while? I'm like, yeah, let me buy a Zelda. So I got that, just deleted all the saves immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a dick thing to do, but that's what you did at, at the time as a kid, didn't you? you? That was like a little power move, like, <laughs> delete. The thing is, I wasn't too bothered because Mission Impossible used the memory card. So I knew if I when I got mine back, I'd still have my save games. Oh, fair. So his was deleted and mine wasn't. But then he moved away and he forgot that I had his copy of Zelda and... I won that trade. Oh, yeah, definitely. I won that trade. One of the greatest games of all time. Yep. And I traded it for a £5 Mission Impossible on Nintendo 64. There's a reason it was £5. It was awful. It's just broken and shit. Uh, yeah, we had a PlayStation as well. And a PS2. Do you know what, right? N64 was like golden era as well because I could see all those games and I was getting pretty sick of them. It was about the sort of PS2 time that my site like, started to go yeah so i could still play ps2 games i'll still pretty much bob on there but that was the last console that i could genuinely see in kakasa yeah i'd say that's even then certain things on the n64 i struggled with certain games i couldn't complete because of like the site it, it had to be slower sort of games right i completed ocarina of time completed mario 64 then games like goldeneye like james bond goldeneye I have to put cheats on because I just can't see the enemies. Well, it slowed down for you because the lag on that game was so bad. Oh, yes. Especially <laughs> you've had four people. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know I played multiplayer on that. It just it wasn't enjoyable. Even now, I think we tried not too long ago. Perfect Dark was solid because it kind of just... Oh, we tried that recently. Yeah, but it wasn't... And I got lost and didn't know where I was. Okay, yeah. But, I mean, in terms of lag, it was all right. Yeah. Like you said, PlayStation 2 is probably where it started going downhill for me in quite a major way. I could still play all the PS2 games. I was pretty much there on that. It was when PS3 started to roll around. That's when a lot of games just... I couldn't I couldn't play them anymore. The graphics got too good, man. That's the thing. The worst thing that ever happened was, like, shadows and stuff like that. Too many textures on landscapes. Yeah. Funny enough, that is true. Like, the textures are what sort of ruined it for me. It's just overcomplication, which, yeah, you've got to move forward. Because people want realistic games. They do, but I can't play them. We used to play Nazi Zombies on uh, COD 3. When you say play, we didn't play like in a way that anyone else like, full side would do. Like my, my brother-in-law with my wife would play that and get to like, level 40, level 50, like waves. Like, yeah, we 50. did if you take out 14, say 14. I think the best we did was like 10. Fuck off. I mean, better than that. It didn't subtract the enjoyment from it. I still enjoyed playing it. Obviously, we kept booting it back up again. But we wouldn't, like, you've got to find your own enjoyment. Like, you're not going to get the enjoyment. <laughs> you've got to make your own games, you know? <laughs> Basically, like, you're not going to get to the level that other people are going to get. But you can always have some fun with it. We used to play Worms a lot. Worms yeah. Armageddon, mate, on PS3. That game was the tit. It was really good. Although very frustrating. Yeah, because we all used to gang up on you. Yeah, within like one like one or two turns, I was eliminated. I was just going to get a beer. 
To the point where people would go from one side of the map to the other side of the map using jetpacks just to not whoa, be into whoa, 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 whoa. There's no point using uh, jetpacks when you've got a limited ninja rope. Yeah, that was a poor choice. A limited ninja rope, drop a dynamite, and off we fuck. Yep. And I was eliminated immediately. <laughs> yeah. I like to think it's because I'm so fucking awesome that you just had to get rid of me. Mm. Either that or you were cunty about winning. Nah, and he used to get victimised. <laughs> Little bit of column A and column B, I think. <laughs> but the thing is, when when you brought up in a household or like competitive men, right. when you win something, you do become a sore winner because you just want to rub it in the faces of your brothers. You know, what I mean, you really want to like stick it to them, like I smashed all of you, because you're also evenly matched with things. It's a big thing to win right. in a competitive game. Yeah. I think that just translates down the line. You, you can become a sore winner because winning was such a big thing yeah. in the house. That you win Mario Kart, it was always like really competitive. Like, I never lose. had that in mind, to be fair. I only have a sister and the only thing she really used to play was like, like Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> you could have beat her in like that. I could have, but I'm not a dancer. No, no, you're not. I'm human, I'm not a dancer. What a terrible lyric. So you sort of stopped after the PS3, didn't you? Yeah. I didn't I didn't buy any more consoles after that. Like and to be fair, even my PS3 I pretty much just used it as like a media player. I never really had that many games on it. Or if I did, I used to get a lot of the older games. Well, it, the only benefit you found from it is something we'll come on to in a little bit. But I had, I had an Xbox One and didn't get on with it. Sold it. Had a Wii U. Sold it. <laughs> it's, it's, it just sounds like you've wasted a lot of money here. The thing is, I am a, like a gamer at heart. I like I like video games, and I'm stubborn with it. Clearly, because it's it's kind of what I see in the same way that you have music as your hobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have to see to do music. True, but as my sight gets worse, I'm just stubborn about the fact that I will continue to enjoy this hobby I used to have with mixed results. So very. Pricey mixed results. Why did you go to a PS4 after those consoles? We went. I went to the PS4 over the Xbox because, firstly, there were games on that my wife wanted to play. She loves to play some games. And then there were like family members, other friends have a PS4 as opposed to the Xbox as well. Right. So it just made sense to just make that change. It didn't really cost me that much once you trade in. Were you pretty much like a gold member at CEX? Pretty much. <laughs> oh, Tony, you're back. <laughs> what do you want to trade in this time? Yeah, pretty much. But it, it leveled out. So even though I, I, I really am into my games still, there's a lot that I can't play. I have quite a lot of games that I haven't completed or gotten that far in. Just because they're, I just can't see them. Like what? I know there's one you want me to mention. Yeah, I know. I want you to talk about The Witcher. <laughs> the Witcher 3. The so, Witcher 3. I don't, I don't know what the game's like, but I'm maybe four books into The Witcher and I've seen the Netflix series, so I've got a, got a rough idea of what it's about. Well, you know more than me, then. The Witcher 3. Oh, really? I thought, you know, <laughs> with The Witcher 3 and your various copies, shall we say. <laughs> How many copies was it? Four. Four copies. Okay. You must have really loved the game. 
I wanted to love the game. <laughs> what was the first copy you bought? First copy I bought was the Xbox One version. And why did you get rid of it? The reason I got rid of that was I couldn't really see it, but I think this was also at the time where I was trading in for the PS4, so of course it went with the Oh, well, with the, the Xbox, Xbox. right. It yeah. went with the Xbox. But you couldn't play it anyway? Not really. Was that one of the issues you had with Xbox in that you couldn't see a lot of the games, so you thought, screw it, I'll trade it in? Yeah, partly. <laughs> okay. Partly. Fine, what was the second copy? I'm assuming PS4. Yes, PS4. <laughs> wait, 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 so you couldn't see the Xbox version, so you thought, PS4, that'll be different. It was on offer, and I thought, I'll give it another go. <laughs> PS4 is a little bit more powerful, maybe it has more options, so I, I gave it gave it a purchase, gave it a second chance, always give something a second chance. Right. Couldn't see it, so... That, that, that's on my PS4 at the moment. Um, can't play it. Okay. Oh, have you still got it? Oh, I still got it. Oh, maybe we should give that a bash. Well, <laughs> you can feel free. <laughs> if you don't want to play that one, you can play the other one of the other two versions I've got. Oh, he's, okay, what was the third version then? Third version is on PC. Right, and you still got that as well? Yes, technically. Your thought, why did you buy on, why did you buy on PC? Because... I thought with the accessibility features and magnification, I might be able to see it better. And I'm assuming you couldn't consider and you bought a fourth copy. So the reason I couldn't with the PC was every time I tried to use my magnifier, it would just crash Steam, which is like the client to play games. It would just crash it completely. So that was a write-off. Okay. And so you bought it as a fourth time on... Nintendo Switch. Right. This one was, I would have the option between playing, because like, the graphics were lessened, so I thought it would be a bit more blocky, right, a little bit yeah, more just, simple design, yeah, easy, yeah, easy to see. Okay, which yeah. would help. Mm-hmm. I also was like, okay, it's a handheld and a console, so I've got so two... So you get it right up to your face. Yeah, so I've got two variations I can potentially go for. Yeah. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 not doable, unfortunately. What 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 was it about it that you couldn't play? Was it the darkness of it? Was it is it a dark game? It is at times, but the menus are ridiculously small. Right, ludicrously so. Um, the textures are a big issue. Right, like some of the textures all over the place. It was just it was too much hard work. If I persevered, I probably could have. Yeah, but you don't want to just play a game and be a ball ache. You like you want to get the basics down, and then it'd be difficult because the game's difficult. Yeah, and that's what my issue was. That's why I sort of stopped because it was. Well, you didn't stop there, did you? Because you stopped buying it four times. Arguably, you should have bought like stopped after two. So Arguably, after one, if I'm honest, but probably two. So, if anyone wants to buy a copy of The Witcher Free, you can reach us at Seesaw Podcast at gmail.com. Can they buy it though? Have you got physical copies? No. So they can't. <laughs> so they can't buy it. You you ruined my joke, you jerk. <laughs> Are you selling your consoles with them on? Is that what you're doing? Oh, I'd probably do us some money at the moment. <laughs> Have to fund the uh, seesaw lifestyle. Yeah, I need some seesaws. So let's move on to a game that we shouldn't have been able to play, but we did. Yeah. Fun time finisher. Yeah, let's go on to something a bit fun. Last of Us 2. How good was that game? Really good. 
people rag on it, and we kind of ragged on it by the end a little bit. But yeah, in terms of like Blinkers being able to see it, that game's sick. I think that's what makes me overlook a lot of the criticisms of it. Yeah, me too. So we're not going to talk about the criticisms, of course. Like, could... The ending kind of sucks. Let's just say. Let's the just ending say. does kind of suck. Even knowing all the criticisms of the game. I kind of overlook all of that. Yeah. The fact that we're able to play it and enjoy it was awesome. Yeah. Well done, Naughty Dog. It just leaps and bounds above what other developers and companies are doing. Whereas like, they'll put the bare minimum into accessibility. But... Naughty Dog were like, no matter what the situation, we're going to make it so you can play this. Yeah, they reckoned that a blind person, like a fully blind person, completed that game, didn't they? A, blind, a fully blind person has completed it. It's on YouTube. You can watch a Let's Play of a totally blind person complete the game. Okay, well then, fair play. But it has got some great features, hasn't it? The Well, everything's good. I mean, it, the menus talk to you. Like, it, it, what the best, the best thing about that game is that it points you in the direction of the way of the goal in the way that you need to go. Yeah. And it will direct you around obstacles to get to that goal. Yeah, and reorient you to that. It's not just, oh, it flashes something on the screen. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of games have maps, but it's like you, you press a button, it's like, that's the direction you need to be walking. And you can tap it again, it goes, okay, now you have to go this way. This one will physically point you that way. And that's so valuable. Yep. Like, ridiculously so. And even things like just making... Not even easier, but having situations where, for example, if you lie down flat on the floor, enemies can't see you. Yeah. And okay, you can use that. We did we did a couple of naughty things that we probably shouldn't have been allowed to do. We made but it, yeah. at the same time, it allows you time to survey your surroundings. Because if, we, if it wasn't for that feature, by the time we even know what is around us and spend that time looking around... You're dead, you're discovered, you're being shot at, you're dead. Yep. And that's when frustration sets in, you think, well, this is stupid. I, I don't even know where I am, let alone where the enemies are. So it didn't affect my enjoyment of the game. No. Did it make combat easier? Yes, but that's not what I want the challenge. I don't want the challenge there. Well, I don't know, you still want the challenge a bit. You do a bit, but there were a couple of situations where we had a bit of a challenge and we overcame it and that was good. Yeah, we had to restart a few times, didn't we, on certain bits? Yeah. That's fine. It was never because the game was out and out too difficult. Yeah, to be like, if we had to redo it, it's because the game had a difficult segment. It wasn't because we couldn't see to do it. Yeah, like there's one. That's the main boss, thing. Yeah, like there's one boss fight that was quite difficult, and yeah. it was quite dark. But when you aim down your gun, it will point at your enemy and give you sounds based on where you're pointing. Yeah, is it at the head? Is it at the body? And it will have a different tone of sound. That's a good thing. They had so many like audible cues for that game. It was great. Yeah. You knew when enemies were dead, that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. You knew when there were items around to pick up. And again, you it would if you wanted to, it would direct you to those items. Exactly. And it's just how easy it made it to play. I didn't have to sit bang in front of the TV. Yeah. You could sit on the couch and relax and still have a decent playing experience. Yeah. Like no concessions were necessary to do it and work around it. I hope put, this, yeah, put those options in other games. Yeah, I hope that this is a trend that's going to go forward. I, I hope this this isn't just like a they know what like car manufacturers do a concept car, and they never want to make it. They'll make one one copy of this car, the Homer Simpson bubble car. 
Yeah, basically. <laughs> but they'll never make anything else. I just hope that this isn't one of those situations. I want to see these features in everything going forward. I feel with Naughty Dog, at least, they've made the features now, so all they've got to do is transfer them into other games. Yeah, I agree. But they should be in every game. And a lot of companies, they do have to do better. For how good Naughty Dog were, were with putting all of those features in that game, some are shocking. Nintendo. Nintendo are notoriously bad for it. And Capcom as a, as a company as well, aren't they? Yeah. When they don't even have subtitles as an accessibility option, then you've got an issue. Now, granted, I, subtitles don't matter to me, but to someone who's deaf... Screwed. Yeah. Like, th- th- why, why are subtitles not the bare... That's the bare minimum you expect. It's a shame on Nintendo. I love Nintendo as a company. Like, I love the games. Normally, they their out. games are so like blocky and colourful. That's kind of where they get away with it, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, but they're so family orientated. They're so we want everyone to be able to play our games, but apparently not the disabled nah. because they don't put the features in there. Why would they want to play games? So they they got to get better. There's some companies that are doing better, but we're not there yet. Get better. I hear Miles Morales, the new Spider-Man game, has got some decent options, isn't it? When it's on offer, I will probably get it and we'll try it. Mm-hmm. But not until it's on offer. Because I don't want to be witchered again. <laughs> and I think the, the issue I have is that we're moving to a really digital age as well. This is another thing that I will, will put out about like modern gaming. You can't get a refund if it's not accessible. Especially now that the pandemic's happened and you can't go out and necessarily get stuff like Go to game shops and things. You can get on Amazon, but like with digital games, it's so hard to get a refund. You'll get a refund from Nintendo, it just doesn't happen. Good luck. You work from Sony, it's like a form, like three, two or three forms. Even then, like, the, the options are like so limited. I, I tried to get my money back for The Witcher, and it's like one of the options wasn't there, it wasn't accessible. And a lot of the time, they'll have a thing in place where if you play a certain amount of time on a game, oh, then... so not necessarily, like, how far you get on it, but, like, hours put in. Yeah. So that's what it, what tripped me up on the PlayStation one when I tried to get my money back. It was, you've played two hours of this, so you don't get a refund. Mm. So it's not like a complete... It's a 100-hour game. I'm not completing it in two hours and getting my money's worth. Yeah. But that's their policy. Once you've paid a certain amount, and there's no budging on that. But it, it is getting better. Yeah, that's a good thing. Like We were saying the other day, if more games came out like The, uh, like the Last of Us with those accessibility options, then we'd probably invest in like a PS5 or something. But at present, not interested in the next generation. Mm. Not unless there's a reason for me to go there. Hopefully it will. Hopefully. I'm quite confident it'll get better. I am. Better, I want to keep up with this hobby. <laughs> yeah, I'm just stubborn about it. Yeah. The next thing you know, you'll have like 10 copies of Resident Evil 3. Nah, nah. Not, not my kind of game. Too many stars. Too many stars. <laughs> All right, you want to leave it there for now? Yeah, I think this was a lot better than the first one. Like, better than the first time. And if you didn't like this one, just imagine what the first one was. Yeah, yeah, it's a fair point. Garbage. I started talking about Kirby a lot in the first one. Yeah, you did. I like Kirby. He sucks people off. <laughs> you mean up? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> off, in, up. Point is, he does a lot of sucking. I used to love Kirby as well, actually. That game was pretty sick. We're not going into Kirby. That's one of the reasons that the first episode wasn't usable. <laughs> but I love Kirby. Kirby was awesome. So on that, 
on, on that. We'll leave it. All right. I'll see you next week. Yep. See you next week. The theme is a surprise. <laughs> oh, he's brought back the surprise. Yep. Here's some social media plugs. And guess what? I made a little outro jingle and it's pretty crappy, but here it is. Yeah, so you're making the jingle this week. Then. The jingle is, well, yeah, I was going to make it last week. Uh, the thing is, I, w- I was on a bit of a tight schedule to get the, the, the editing done last week because I normally do it on a Sunday night. And I kind of got lazy and just ordered myself a takeaway. So you're not then, on the tight schedule. You caused the tight schedule. It's still pretty tight, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. But still, yeah, I made it worse for myself. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But now, now here it is. And it still sounds crappy, but outro. Do we still need to do our plugs? No, because they're on the outro. Excellent. All right, see you later. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to the Seesaw Podcast. you find us on Facebook at Seesaw Podcast, Twitter, Seesaw Pod. You can email us at seesawpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on TikTok and Instagram at Seesaw Podcast or Seesaw Pod, depending on which one we want. But get us on the other places. This podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience.